You know what I mean. This attack. It's like a personal attack. Attack? No. Not when it's self-inflicted. <laughs> <laughs> By self-inflicted, Jerry, do you mean this this movie we're about to talk about? Mm, it was so fun. <laughs> Spending my free time. With uh, Gonzo, Jamie Kennedy uh, getting slapped by old women. Fantastic. A fun time held by all. Are we starting with Romeo and Juliet, or uh, I forget which, which it is? I, I mean, I wish Jamie Kennedy was getting slapped by old woman <laughs> Ransom, but I think it's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Recording, sir. Soon. Take it away, Hiro, as the host. And I assume. Why? Why do I have to be the host? I don't understand why. What, what's going on here? What is this thing about me hosting? Because uh, you were uh, you were the Ben Simmons of the podcast. You're afraid to shoot the ball, so we're gonna have you uh, run, Whoa, run the offense. No, 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 no! Calm down. Those are fighting <laughs> words right there. That is awful behavior. As an NBA fan, NBA lover, you should not uh, stoop to such depths. Is this is uh, LeBron James. You're just taking swipes now at people right in the face, <laughs> fighting back. Just awful behavior. Ben Simmons, of all players, Ben Simmons. Call me the Carmelone or something, you know what I mean? Uh, you take a little deal. <laughs> I've already got one Carl on here. Um, when I feed him the, the ball, uh, he puts it in the basket and he loves <laughs> underage women. <laughs> I'll say we're all over the place. I'll say from the train spotting episode, maybe he is Carmel. (laughs) So we are talking about Oz Lerman's Romeo and Juliet, which I did. I think this time I actually had some numbers because I figured someone better host the show uh, since Hiro can't. Uh, He's scared to do so. Uh, He's he's lost it. (laughs) I'll uh, throw this up here. 
Uh, this opened on November 1st, uh, 1996, and we finally have a uh, top grocer. This was number one at the box office. This was a hit when it came out. Uh, well, I would, I would assume, uh, I don't know what the drop-off would be for this one. Um, as far as Teenage Girls was probably the demo. Uh, but I would say Leo probably had a long run. Uh, I would say the current generation may find this unappealing. But, uh, yeah, I think this was a staple of the middle school and high school set, which is where I tossed the ball to not Ben Simmons, <laughs> Iroh, because I, I have an inkling. It's like a vague memory that you are a fan of this, this I'm movie. I'm a huge fan of this movie. Okay. This is, uh, <laughs> this is formative for me. Did I set it up properly then by saying, yeah, teenage girls loved it. Loved it. Yes. The the bare-chested boys. I mean, nothing says a good time like, uh, you know, shooting pool sticks and balls with uh, shirtless hunks. A lot of button-up shirts. No use of the buttons, though. Just exposed, skinny, hairless chests that uh, I should have known. Jared, where is your expertise here? Hold on a second. Was I tagged in on <laughs> shirtless men? I, how dare you? Uh, we, see your, we see your Zoom background. I believe Mercutio is shirtless. Yes, he is. As he is often in this Whereas film. Whereas Hiro just sits in a dark room. <laughs> and his shame. <laughs> I like this movie. I have no background. <laughs> I, I, I love this movie. It's awesome. <laughs> Are you, are you being serious or are you doing a bit? Here? I'm dead serious. This, this is like you know we we always talk about like hey, like on on the now defunct True Bromance podcast talk about like story is always the thing. This is like the first time for me that I actually noticed the 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 filmmaker like like the bombastic uh, art behind it. And obviously it's super in your face, right? Like yeah. just mm-hmm. I turned it balls off deep the first the first time as a uh, you know I was I was of age I would have uh, been. 14 when this came out and caught up with it on vhs and i think we get to uh juliet's introduction when one of the many sequences where someone's face is in water uh and the maid is going around screaming uh juliet over and over again and then they like play her like she's a she's like one of the stick figures from like uh mccullough culkin's Planned on home alone she's always just this figure in the window like shaking her head back and forth and the mom no, no, the maid. Uh, you, the maid, yeah. the maid, okay. Um, and as a 14-year-old, <laughs> I, I recoiled from this, where I'm like, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to deal with this. And that's after getting past the opening sequence. Uh, Hyrule brings up a good point. Every time I've, I've rewatched this, because I've seen this a few times now, uh, about the first 10, 15 minutes, you have to really settle in. You have to kind of go with it. It does calm down yeah. a little bit, but mm. yeah, when you open with Jamie Kennedy in a gunfight at a gas station, and it's this these cartoonish like sound effects, uh, his head whipping around like at uh, Hyro's favorite like one point five, one point seven five x speed as he watches <laughs> on the treadmill. Uh, you open with Jamie Kennedy in a gunfight, you're just asking. You're asking for me to uh, to not follow through with your film. So I would say it's a compliment to Hyro's favorite film of all time. <laughs> I've gone back and revisited this one as many times as I have because every time that first 10 minutes is uh, it's, it's pretty hard cringe that we have here. And I know that Jared hated every second of it. Every second. <laughs> I hated the shit out of this thing <laughs> so much. So, oh. I, I, what about this did you hate, Jared? I, I'm just curious. Uh, I, I don't disagree that this is a tough love for you know but like 
You always amaze me. Like, you, I mean, I'll use the red turtle for a fucking example. You love that piece of shit. How dare you, sir? It's a turtle turning into like a dude or a lady it's, or something. In fairness to Jared, the red turtle is about as far away from this as you can get. As far as calm <laughs> and serene. So I think there's a stylistic mm. uh, choice sure. Jared is making. There's nothing about me that says bombastic. <laughs> the constant uh, neon and in your face and. Uh, yes, Mercutio has his own um, <coughs> segment there where I'm, I'm struggling not to tap out. I don't know, my you know my my humor is more of a dry wit. <laughs> I'm not really the uh, the Gonzo uh, spring sound effect nonsense. Oh, oh, the Lord of Cats is here to fight with his pist- pistoletta. <laughs> it's a prince of cats. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> I swear to God. His sword upon the table and says, God, send me no need of thee. And by the operation of his second cup, draws him ah. on the drawer when indeed there is no need. Yeah. Am I like such a fellow? Thou art as hot a jack in thy mood as any of the roses. <laughs> and as <laughs> By my head, here come the Capulets. By my heel, I care not. Follow me close. Gentlemen, good day. A word with one of you? Oh! And but one word with one of us. Couple of something. Make it a word and... uh... Blow. <laughs> you shall find me apt enough to that, sir. And you will give me occasion. Could you not take some occasion without giving? <laughs> Mercutio, thou art consortist with Romeo? Consort? What, dost thou make us minstrels? And thou make minstrels of us look to hear nothing but discord! Here's my fiddlestick! Here's a Or reason coldly of your grievances, or else depart. Here all eyes gaze on us. Men's eyes were made to look and let them gaze. I will not budge for no man's pleasure, I. Peace be with you, sir. Here comes my man. Mercutio! Romeo! One person that knew how to fight amongst the, the entirety of them would wipe out the whole bunch of them. Slap fighting. There's a lot of hair pulling. There's a lot of hair pulling. <laughs> a lot of open hand slaps. <laughs> I don't know. It's just seventy three percent, Jared. On Rotten. I know. Tables. You know the thing I looked up. I was like, well, Gatsby has to be better than this. You know, I I actually enjoyed Gatsby. Like, um, I, I can deal with uh, the grandness, like the, the the visuals and shit, but it's just so goofy in Romeo and Juliet. But uh, Gatsby got worse reviews, I do believe. That's strange. I don't see how if you uh, like one. Yeah. If, like you, if you like this one, I don't see how you uh, you come down on Gatsby yeah. as uh, being poor form. Uh, I do have a New York Times review here, a splat from Janet Maslin that says, uh, where is the audience willing to watch a classic play thrown in the path of a subway train? Question mark. <laughs> Probably a little bit older, I would say. Probably not the target audience for this uh mm. hiro you were young once you were 
<laughs> you were probably, I forgot about being young. <laughs> you probably weren't. Uh, I don't think you were in uh, uh, middle school or high school, and you also were not a teenage girl, as far as I know, at this time. So, but you were coming at it as a, a young man, maybe more, uh, you know, more in line with the the actual actors here. Except for I think Claire Danes. I think this is a, yet another one. We have an actual teenager doing nude scenes, um, which is getting it's coming up far too often Wait. for sober cinema. Oh yeah, she got a little nude, but nothing not a we lot can of nude. see. Not a, but you know, yeah, yeah. Leo is no. there. It's just you know, I'll, I'll be honest. It, you know what the, the appeal it is is to me is I'd gone through school, you know, high school, all that's crap, and they make me read this bullshit William Shakespeare, and it's super dry to read. And you know, doth thou be my fucking cuckold or whatever it is? <laughs> is <And> that a <laughs> Should be. I, you know, you, you can punch up old, old Willie Shakespeare. <laughs> I'm sure that was exactly. Jamie Candy screamed that in uh, Paul Rudd's face <laughs> at some point in this film. Yeah. And the the simple fact that this actually was just this new, fresh way of, like, a filmmaker could take this dry fucking material and turn it into something that I was interested in and was, was like, uh, I was bought in kind of interested in me it, it was i'm more hooked into like the filmmaking than hmm. than anything else i mean i got it like if you you're not in the right headspace this might be a bungled mess you know it's just too loud too noisy too too gay for uh, red jared or whatever but i was about to say jared does the film work for you when uh we get to the <laughs> the straight players with leo and claire danes because i actually feel like when you know, they're just, I guess, courting each other. The, the film is relatively calm compared to the uh, when the supporting players come into it. It gets a little bit heavy-handed on the dramatic part of it, uh, even with the material. I mean, you know, it's, it's serious. <laughs> talking about the teen suicide? <laughs> yeah, serious shit. Like, <laughs> let me finish. You. What do you want? <laughs> let me finish Jared my here mansplain Shakespeare to us. <laughs> let me tell you what he's talking about. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, once it calms down and you're not at fucking Carnival with RuPaul, I, uh, I was, <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna maybe lose a friendship here, Jared. <laughs> Mercutio is my favorite character. Uh, he's God. the one that brings me into the movie because... He's the best. Well... Well, he's right behind Leguizamo. Okay, both of them, to a certain extent, they are in the appropriate film. Yes. Like, it's not like they're overselling it they're in the film i think as the director intended this is this is this is what i'm serving you up and it's funny because it's actually claire danes and dicaprio that at times are the uh sort of fuddy duddies in in my mind and it's weird when we when we cut to them that it's a relatively normal probably version of romeo and juliet i do think anytime uh probably dicaprio's on screen was like wasamo he, he maybe goes full tilt like the rest of the film like when they have their uh, i guess battle at the fountain uh i like seeing dicaprio uh just like losing his, his ever-loving mind uh, as he has a gun at his head I'm, i i i forgot i just wasn't as into danes and dicaprio that's where i kind of check out so it's an interesting like give and take like i'm offended <laughs> by the film <laughs> in the first 10 minutes and then when Merc- mercutio dies i'm like who's who's gonna take the 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 role of the one with the uh, the white curly wig and the uh, you know, the, <laughs> the sequin dress the mini skirt where's that I you know Jade you can't just throw that in my face and then take it away you can't say okay now it's time to <laughs> now it's time to settle now down. it's time to actually have a movie get postal no. wife in here we got <laughs> no, no shirtless with two young uh, altar boys <laughs> oh. let's not forget no. how we were introduced to oh. 
to the old apothecary. Didn't like that, Hiro. Did not did not care for the uh, you know, the ten year olds behind him uh, watching. Were you jealous of, of him? <laughs> uh, have you ever seen The Brood, David Cronenberg's horror movie? Either one of you? No. So I just watched that. Like these, this was my like double feature for separate podcasts. Uh, those little kids look like the monster children of the brood, uh, just sort of hovering in the background. But don't all children look like monster children to you? As I said, Claire Danes is a child in this sleepily. She's all right. She didn't look like a monster. She was mm. a little vacant. What did she look like to you? Not much she between the better. ears. <laughs> I said the looks on her face it screamed. <laughs> there, there's a, uh, there's definitely pre uh, Homeland uh, style where she had, she had that 98 mile an hour fastball, the freakout face. She had it back then when she was, I don't know, she's 16 when she she made this. But yeah, her meltdown moment, that's just something that she's always had in her back pocket. And uh, as Jared said, I, I think I disagree with Jared. Where I'm like, okay, your uh, lover is just <laughs> killed himself in front of you. I'm going to give you a pass if you want to have a moment to, to melt down completely. Jared is saying, hold it together to, to walk it off in some regard. It's just the way her <laughs> face looks is like when they're doing their first like meet cute where she's like looking through the, the uh, aquarium or whatever. I like Jared's acting here. I wish oh. this was a video <laughs> podcast. <laughs> where she first sits eyes on Leo. <laughs> I'm wondering if Leo Ugh. has thrown away his family and his life with Jared on the other side of that tank watching him take a shit or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jared with his little angel wings and what shit. What are you doing, pretty or, man? <laughs> pretty boy. Jared, I like your mouth. I, I would cast Jared in the Paul Rudd role for sure. I, th- I think you would... Uh, Getting cucked? Well, <laughs> there is that, I guess. I was going more for the mugging aspect because in this ridiculous like costume party uh somehow paul <laughs> rudd manages to match mercutio in an astronaut's outfit with his and like the, the camera does him no favors the setups where leo is physically stealing his woman from him and he keeps looking back <laughs> with this stupid face like isn't this some party like completely <laughs> missing the fact that leo is mauling his teenage bride to be I like Paul Rudd's character. That was, uh, that was your perspective whenever uh, <laughs> giant black asses came on the stage at the strip club, and I'd look back at you. <laughs> Isn't this awesome, Jared? Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about Mercutio again for a moment. There is a, <clears throat> there's a little cheekage going on there. Yeah, he's with, too uh, skinny. What, what is this uh, actor's name? I just know him from The Matrix and Oz. Harold Piranu. Whatever happened to him? Um, this, I guess. I don't know. Wow. What? You're saying uh, Americans rejected him after this? <laughs> He's done some TV work, you know. Let's see. Famous actor. I dispute what is that. What I'm to be known for? Eh, Romeo and Juliet's there. The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> two, two, the Edge, another favorite here. <laughs> this is kind of poor form. Uh, Lost. His top four. Yeah. Two, two Matrix movies are <laughs> known for. Um, the Edge. I believe he is the standard uh, black character killed first um, <laughs> sort of thing. Mm. 28 weeks later. That's why. <laughs> I don't even remember that movie. Do you really hate Mercutio here, dude? It's... It? You like him, don't you? Uh, it's too much. Like It fits along with the whole... Um, 
the, the entire first, like you said, ten minutes. It, I think that we're about to calm down and actually go into Romeo and Juliet, and then, hey, we press on the gas pedal, and it's back to fucking 60 miles an hour. Take this ecstasy, and we're going to go party with these people that you want you like dead. sass of uh, when John Leguizamo comes to the beach? The only time I liked him... shit-talking. The only time I liked him is when he's getting ready to die, and he's like, I hate both of you! <laughs> you two bunch of... Stupid fucking families of uh, plague on both of you. That's his death speech is what I like the most. The speaking for Jared. There it is. I like it. I thought the worst uh, character was uh, it's a guy that used to show up in the '90s movies, Dash Mihawk, the sort of meathead. Oh friend. yeah, he's always the worst though, isn't he? How did he get like? Uh, I, I guess he's the what best friend character to Romeo, but then he's sort of written out, and then there's another. Smaller one that fucks up the uh, the the messaging system uh, that sends uh, Romeo to his death, but yeah, Balthazar or some shit like that. Yeah, uh, really? actually, I think, I think it's the dude from Go. Isn't that the one that takes uh, too much uh, ecstasy? I think it is. No, no, I believe you're wrong. You talking about Dash or no, you no, talking no, about no. the little dude? The little dude. No, it's not him. I looked it up. Who is he? It's Jesse Bradford. I don't know what he does. This has gone to uninteresting realms. <laughs> I just want to hear you. Uh, you know, you're the expert on young men in film. I, I, apparently, <laughs> I am. I'm over here just defending true 90s art here. Dash uh, Mihok, too, uh, too old for you, though, I'm sure. Way too old. Um, so, like, when I watched this movie, I think I was like 18, maybe 19. So I was you know, into the... Like the music reminds me of that era, you know. Like the soundtrack is so heavy in that that, that time frame. When doves cry, bullshit. <laughs> I was fucking rolling in my chair. These fucking little kids singing Prince. Like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> when Love doves it. cry, I, I own that soundtrack. So stupid. So fucking stupid. I play that stupid. soundtrack right now. <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> If Jared's approximation, if his cover is good enough, I'm going to get a copyright strike <laughs> with that version of it. Jared hit that high note, man. Uh, Jared, have you ever seen uh, Moulin Rouge? Oh, God. We tried to watch that. Remember we were over at our other friend's house, and we had had a night full of drinking, and they, we get up. Talking and, about Josh? No, this is over at Travis's house. We get up. And they're watching oh, yeah, yeah. Moulin Rouge in the living room. And I was like, I'm, that's a bad uh, I'm hangover. Too fucking movie. hungover. Ooh, to watch yeah. this that's not the way to do it, guys. Uh, I was never much a fan of it. I'm throwing a previous uh, co-host, Josh, under the bus. That was one of his like favorite movies. Like, so hot. Time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Jared brings this up a good great. point. I think that maybe uh, when you get to Gatsby, uh, it's just the age of Boz Lerman here that he has calmed down just enough to make it. Uh, palatable as a whole because Moulin Rouge I think also the first 10 minutes is just unhinged uh, and of course uh, there's a lot more um, use of modern music I think there's a sequence with uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit and the uh, you know Nicole Kidman doing her jazzercise or whatever the fuck she's doing <laughs> in there um, I don't know I, I don't have a problem with this one Jared I understand why it was a hit um, and uh, I think it's I think it's mostly fine I think uh, given who they were going for, it's probably, would you say it's ahead of its time, Hyro? I don't think this style has really been aped in any way. Maybe it's just specific to uh, Boz Lerman. Uh, it's 100%. I, I can't even think of, I mean, I guess you could look at like musicals like La La Land or something like that, but even that is restrained this, compared to this. They're very restrained. Like it's nowhere near as, 
God, I hate doing this shit, but like the editing is just so in and out. Like the cameras are just jumping all over the place. All the placement of all the signs and you know, like the the billboards, the oil signs, all that shit. It's just all in your face all the time. Do you think that's a it's purely stylistic choice, or is there also some uh, practical nature to it? To where I'm sure Jared, you know, was not a fan of it, but <laughs> when you have these long uh, Shakespearean monologues. You got to cut it up in some way. You got, I feel, yeah. Okay. It makes the, the, it makes that like text palatable for a fucking, a young person who is like so ingrained in like fast paced shit. Like it makes it palatable. It's, it's like, uh, to a degree. Oh. You know, I can, I can see this playing even better now. Like if this was released now in like the modern age of like, Twitter and Facebook and immediate gratification of information. Like you can see it playing like a more modernized version. I'm telling you, playing today. It's not hard for me to find Mercutio gifs uh, in, in 2021. There's there's a fucking ton of <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. There. I think per- probably his whole performance is in gif form. Um, I it it's one of those things where I'm by no means a uh, Shakespeare expert, and uh, when I try to get my wife to watch this with me because I wanted the female perspective and. She said, no, she's like, I don't, you know, I never got into Shakespeare. I don't understand what they're saying. And I don't either. I've, I've seen this movie a few times there. I mean, there are a lot of sequences where I don't know exactly what they're saying, but I, I get the general vibe. Like I, I get the, yeah, you get the gist of it. it because of the body language and the, 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 the like little signs and shit that they're giving Jamie you. Jamie Candy squeaking and honking and whatever mm. they've got going on in his, his bit. Uh, I did re- read a bit of trivia where, uh, he got uh, beat up in a bar in Mexico where they filmed this. Uh, well, his, his words, uh, he wasn't as honorable as uh, Mr. Tybalt here from uh, Executive Decision. He said he got into a fight. I'm assuming he got beat up. And uh, he showed up, I guess, to work for the first day with the, the bruise like on his face. And the director said it was so fitting for him that uh, even when it receded, they just kept it. The makeup department kept adding it back. So uh, I think Boz Lerman was was kind of uh, <laughs> giving Jamie Candy the hi-hat, saying, you look good beat up. That seems right for your character. And then they, they ran with that. Yeah, the more Weasley he looks, the more bruises he needs on his face. I mean, that's uh, it's not a bad decision. I, it's not a bad movie by any means. Like, there's a difference between being not for somebody and then just being a big steaming pile of shit. Like, it, it, it yeah. truthfully does... Um, you know, a proper homage to Romeo and Juliet, but it's just it's too much for old man Jared. Uh, nearing forty, Jared, did you feel any <laughs> sense of embarrassment watching this by yourself in your free time? Oh, that's the only way I would ever watch this. I was pausing it, making sure nobody came up to deliver my fucking mail. <laughs> God. And then you open the door and there's Mercutio's <laughs> thing. You have nothing, Jared. Shirtless. You have nothing. I want. <laughs> Uh, Jared's got like fucking gravy stains and shit on hey, his chest hey, hair. <laughs> easy. Sorry. Too, Too far. Too much. <laughs> Take it easy. I kind of convolved you with uh, Tangible Teddy and his like uh, his spunk. Yeah, I don't uh, live that sloven uh, uh, lifestyle that <laughs> my fellow Dotson. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like making like a belly ring out yeah. of it. I don't know. He was upset last night. I talked to him on headset. I can't believe y'all getting these stories out there. I've heard it mentioned on Soap <laughs> Cinema multiple times. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to the uh, drizzle again. Hey, thanks for listening, Teddy. I think I'm going to end it there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's part of the continuity of the uh, mm. show. 
but this chapter would be man in these type of thrillers uh the villain will have sex with a woman and then kill her immediately there there is still um to shout out to tangible teddy there's still the drizzle effect going on presumably <laughs> wait, 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 wait wait let's not just blow by this the drizzle effect we have, we, we have a friend who's a, uh, I would like for him to be a co-host, but I guess a you know, Adam uh, frequent guest on The Grand Gesture. I would like him to be a co-host. I have sent you my feedback. Well, he's, Give that guy the ball. He's, well, he can only have the ball for so long before he gets tired uh, <laughs> and the drizzle sets in. Uh, he made the mistake of telling <laughs> a story to my proper co-host on The Grand Gesture, Derek, uh, who then, as soon as we got together for like a fancy draft... And had Teddy in front of us, Derek said, hey, why don't you tell him that awesome story of you in the shower and your wife walking in on you? Now, before it gets too explicit, uh, the wife didn't catch him uh, during the heist. This is more like a heat type situation where Teddy got shot on the sidewalk exiting the building. And the reason being is... This fucking idiot uh, who won't agree to co-host a podcast with me, and if he listens to this, he definitely will not, <laughs> doesn't understand the the art. If you want to call it the art, maybe it's just the science of masturbation in the shower, is that gravity and you know the, the, the water streaming out of the faucet is your co-conspirator in the cover-up process. <laughs> Clean up, if you will. <laughs> and somehow this man... With his uh, magic semen, was able to literally dance through the raindrops and keep all of that <laughs> just on his body, so that when he does, he have like low water pressure or something. <laughs> like he's got like, the, the, like limp fucking water pressure coming out. Like, what is he doing? I uh, I don't know what he was doing, but he flings back the curtain to d- display the crime itself. All of what his- is that? <laughs> Wait, on his ass? No, I said, what is that? His wife said. <laughs> oh, I thought you said it was on his ass. I'm like, Teddy's okay. Teddy's a real freak. Now we're going to get into Teddy's some... a freak. <laughs> some physics here. <laughs> I need a full diagram. Like, the fuck is a pruder tape here? Well, there's a good reason you want to, you know, keeping with the narrative that you want to look at uh, bare-chested boys. And I think <laughs> Tangible Teddy can provide that. That's a pruder film. <laughs> wow. Anyway. I was trying to talk about the juror here, and um... the scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe Glengowrie, any Glen. I'm drunk. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shake and not stir. I can't believe Hyra was not over that. I'm not a Claire Danes fan. Like, she wasn't attractive to me. So you don't, you don't care if there's a, a legal activity with an underage girl being filmed in the buff. If as she's an Argo. He, <laughs> if, he, if he doesn't get an erection, no crime has been committed by... That's right. That's right. right. Do no, what you good. will. <laughs> yeah, take this meat. Uh, let's see. Uh, she would have been 16. Yeah, 16 years Perfect. Old. There you go. Perfect mm. for Jared. For me. Take her as a bride. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do you a favor here, Jared. I'm gonna edit it. The show ends with Hyro's enthusiastic. Perfect, right there. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, but...